Hello everyone, uh, that was Like a River Glorious by Francis Ridley Havergal. Uh, Havergal, Havergal, something like that. Pretty sure Francis Havergal was a man, even though these days if someone's named Francis, probably either a girl or a badger. Um, this is Nobody. I'm coming to you from my uh, apartment. I guess I can probably tell you I live in an apartment. It's pretty good price, uh, which is nice, because, you know, money can run out pretty quick, and I don't make a whole lot of money, so it's nice to have a, a pretty cheap apartment. And it's nice to get free things, too, and I was given a whole bunch of uh, free bottled water, and even though I've already got water, it was, it was nice to get all this free bottled water. Yeah, it tastes a little bit, a little bit funny. It's a whole bunch of different brands, and they're kind of not not as good tasting as the water I have. But I'm still drinking them because they were free. Anyway, uh, this is this is going on for long enough. I should probably get back to the story about Carter that I was in the middle of last time when I realized that I was running out of time. And, uh, yeah, so, so I'll, I'll pick back up on the story about Carter. Carter was a little boy, if you remember. I don't remember how old he was, but I think he was six. And he had two little sisters, um, Anna and, uh, I think the other one was Amelia. No, Camelia. Yeah, Camelia. Anna and Camelia. And they had gone to the store with Carter's mom. And Carter, who had been collecting money that he found on the floor or on the sidewalk or on the road you know coins like pennies and nickels and dimes and quarters things like that he'd been collecting those things and and when they got to the store he saw a wallet on the floor of the store and it was a guy named tom stewart's wallet and he knew that because the picture of tom stewart was in the wallet uh, on his driver's license, and he he was bald with a mustache, sort of a Fu Manchu kind of mustache. If you don't know what that is, probably someone can explain it or show you a picture. You could Google it. And instead of uh, turning the money in the wallet back in to Tom Stewart, little Carter had decided to take the money out of the wallet. And when he did that, his conscience was poking him because... He knew in his heart and in his conscience that it was not right for him to take that money. And he tried to rationalize it, which means he tried to explain it to himself that it was okay. And he tried to tell himself it was okay, but it really wasn't. And he would say things like, Well, Mom said I could pick up any money I found on the ground and keep it. But then he knew that what she meant was little coins that people had dropped. And not somebody's whole wallet full of money. But he, he tried to explain it away. And so that night when he was going to bed, he was dreaming of the beautiful blue bike that he was going to have. Well, not dreaming because he wasn't really asleep yet. But he was, you know, daydreaming or evening time dreaming, which I guess is still called daydreaming. And he was thinking, oh, it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be blue. It's going to have pinstripes. It's going to have one of those little ding, ding, ding bells on the front. He's He was going to have a, a, a glorious bike because he'd 
taken over $300 out of Tom Stewart's wallet. But his conscience was still pricking him. So the next day, when he got up, guess what happened? He jumped out of bed, and just as his feet hit the floor, boom! The first thing that happened after that was he felt his conscience stab him again. <gasps> now it's not like, you know, it was a knife that was stabbing him or anything, but he could he could feel it down in his spirit, and he could feel that something was wrong, and he remembered pretty soon what it was. Oh, I took that money. Tom Stewart. I took his money. But it was on the ground, and Mom said I could take that with money that was laying on the ground. So I, it must be okay. But all the same, I'd kind of like to buy my bike and then tell Mom and Dad about how I got the money. How am I going to do that? That was pretty tricky. Because he knew that he couldn't get to the store and buy a bike and get it home. Uh, and tell mom and dad afterwards very easily. So he started to think about that problem. And as he was thinking about it, his mom said, Carter! Well, she came upstairs and she said, Carter, I need you to get ready because I need to take you and your sisters to the store again. There's a few things I forgot. In all that fluster over that man's wallet, I totally forgot to buy cornmeal and I didn't buy any bacon, and I didn't buy butter. So we got to go back to the store and get those things. Okay, Mom, we wouldn't want to be without bacon. No, we sure wouldn't. So get ready to go, okay? And then as soon as you've read your Bible and eaten breakfast, we'll go. Okay. Well, Carter got ready, to, ready for the day, and then he sat down and read his Bible, and he was pretty good at reading for a little boy. But he still couldn't read too much. But as he was reading... He was reading um, in the book of Ephesians. And he read something that wasn't even about stealing. But it said, do not lie to each other. Since you've put off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self. And he didn't really have a clue what any of that meant. And I think that might have been in Colossians. But at any rate, he did know that it said, do not lie. And then he started to think, am I lying? By not telling mom and dad about this money? Oh, I might be lying. I hope not. But now his conscience was pricking him even more. So him and his mom, he and his mom and his sisters got ready to go and got in the van. And they drove back off to the store. And when they got in the store, they went inside. And they started to look all around the store and buy butter and bacon and cornmeal and stuff. But as they were in the vegetable aisle, walking towards the bulk stuff, Carter saw a man wearing a big white t-shirt and blue jeans. And he was bald. And he had sunglasses on top of his head. And he had a Fu Manchu mustache. <gasps> it's Tom Stewart. Oh dear, he's probably come here to find me. Oh no. Excuse me, ma'am. Hmm? Oh, yes? Uh, my name's Tom Stewart. Uh, I lost my wallet here the other day, and uh, it was turned in to the register, but all the money was gone. Uh, and uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the store owner said that you were here the other day, and you were the one that turned it in. 
That's right, I was, yes. Uh, Carter there found it. Oh, oh, he did, did he? Uh, well, uh, have you, uh, do you happen to know what happened to all the money that was in my wallet? No, I, I don't know. Carter, do you know what happened to all the money that was in the wallet? And then Carter was in trouble. What would he say? Uh, I don't know. There, I don't know what you're talking about. I just gave it to you just like I found it. I'm sorry, sir. Carter doesn't lie. He wouldn't have taken your money. Uh-huh. Well, okay, I'll keep looking. Uh, thank you. Thanks for turning that in. Yes, of course. Carter, you sure there wasn't any money in there when you found it? Uh, no, 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 no money in there. Someone must have taken it and then ditched the wallet. So I don't know why they wouldn't have taken the credit cards. They could have been more valuable than the money. What, those places of plastic? Carter didn't understand that the credit card and the debit card you could use to buy things with. Because his mom always paid cash. Anyway, they kept on walking through the store. And Carter's conscience was pricking him so bad that he thought he couldn't stand it. Because now he definitely had lied. And then he saw his sister Anna running down one of the aisles. It was the uh, ethnic foods aisle uh, with like all the... Uh, traditional Mexican food and Hispanic food and things like that. Hominy and hot sauce and chips and salsa and, and a whole bunch of things. Those are the only ones that I buy on that aisle. But anyway, he saw her running down and he saw that there was another girl that was in a cart who had dropped her little doll on the ground. Mom, Mom, I dropped my doll. I dropped my doll, Mom. Mom, we gotta go back. Shh, quiet, Bethany, quiet. I'm talking to my sister on the phone. I need you to be quiet. Mom, but Mom, I dropped my doll. Shh, quiet, Bethany. And Bethany started to cry. And Anna ran down and picked up the doll. And then she turned around and ran back to Carter. Carter, Carter, look what I found. Look, I found a doll on the floor. Isn't it beautiful? Its its hair is pink and its face is white and it has only one eye. And I'm going to call it uh, Bethany. I'm going to name it Bethany. What a great name. I can't imagine where I came up with it. No, Anna, you can't do that. You just stole that from that little girl named Bethany right there. I did not. It was on the ground. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Anna, that's not right. You can't do that. And when Carter said that, he knew that what he had done was not right, either. Come on, let's go talk to Mom about this. No, we can't talk to Mom about it. Yes, Anna, come on. So Anna reluctantly followed Carter, and they went and found Mom. Oh, we're buying some ice cream. I thought I'd get some ice cream for us today, just just because. What is that you have there, Anna? It's a doll, and I found it on the ground, and so it's mine. Um, do you happen to know who dropped it? Yes, Mom, she... Carter, I didn't ask you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it was a girl in a cart. Well, then you go give it back to her right this instant, young lady. I'll go with you. Uh, Mom, I, I have one moment, Carter. And so Anna and the mom... And Carter's and Anna's mom went and took the doll back to Bethany. And then when they came back, 
Carter's mom turned toward Carter and said, Yes, Carter, what is it? Uh, Mom, I have to tell you something. Um, There was money in the wallet when I found it. What? That was like $300. And you said I could keep any money that fell on the ground. And so I told myself that I could keep it. And so I kept it. And I feel really bad and I know it was wrong. And then I lied about it when Tom Stewart asked about it. Oh, Carter, where's the money right now? It's in my pocket. I took it with me in hopes I could buy a bike with it. But we need to give it back to Mr. Stewart, don't we? That's right, we do. And we need to apologize for taking it. You need to apologize. Quick, let's go see if he's still in the store. So they went to the front. And there he was, talking to the cash register. And when he saw Carter, his eyes got all narrow, and his face got all red, and his whole bald head got all red. Mr. Stewart? Ah, yes? My son has something to say to you. Carter felt very nervous. But he looked up at Tom Stewart, and he said, Tom Stewart, Mr. Stewart, I'm sorry. I took your money. And I know it was wrong because my conscience, is that how you pronounce it, conscience? Yes, that's right. My conscience told me it was wrong and I know that I'm not supposed to steal. And then I lied about it and I know I'm not supposed to lie because God says not to lie. And I'm so sorry. Here's your money. And Mr. Stewart's face stopped being red and his mouth turned up in a smile and he said, Well, thank you, Sonny. I I appreciate that. I never thought anyone would give some money back after they'd stolen it. I appreciate that. You're a good young man. But Carter knew he, he really wasn't a good young man. He knew that it was his heart that had told him to do that wrong thing, and that if it hadn't been for his mom and for his conscience that God gave him, he would never have given it back. So that night, we're going to go a little bit over, but i got to finish the story. That night, Carter was was home with his mom and he said mom why did I do that thing that I knew was wrong and why did I keep on lying about it when I knew it was wrong well Carter his mom said it's because even though we're all born with a conscience that tells us what's right and wrong we're also all born wanting to disobey that conscience we're all born wanting to disobey God because we're all born sinners that means we always want to do what's wrong. And and we keep on doing what's wrong. And we we have to be saved from that sin. What do you mean, Mom? How can I get saved from that sin? Carter, you know how Jesus came, right? Jesus was God's son and he came to earth. And he died on the cross. And do you know why he did that? I don't know. He did it to take the punishment for our sin, Carter. The sin that we all do because we're born that way. And because we all go against our conscience and we all disobey God. So we have to be punished, right? Yeah, and I got punished. Well, but God, Jesus, took all of our sin's punishment that we deserve from God when he died on the cross. So that now we can be forgiven. That's very interesting, Mom. I think I'll think about that some more.
And Carter did think about it some more, and, and maybe it's something that you all should think about too, because even though Carter did do the right thing, he knew that in his heart, he'd still wanted to do what was wrong. And he knew that he needed to be saved from himself, because he would continue to want to do what was wrong. And that's something that you should maybe talk with your parents about, or maybe read the Bible about. And we'll have more to say about it on Time With Nobody, too. But I really got to quit because it's almost been 17 minutes. Oh, I'm supposed to sing. Like a river glorious.